Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. Well, uh, the message I have for you today is a, is a biblical spiritual principle, uh, and this biblical spiritual principle is tied to a more fundamental one. Okay, and so, but to get to the deeper point, we have to establish the foundation first. You know, that's the way a lot of scriptures are, y'all, is, is uh, somebody uh, coined the phrase precept upon precept, right? Okay, you got to do principles and then once you understand these concepts, then you can go deeper. And, and this is the way God's Word is. It's, it's infinite. I don't care how many years you've been in the Lord. You know, some of you I know have only been serving God for a relatively short amount of time, and you think, well, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> the, the difference between you and, and those who've been in the Lord for 40, 50 years and the big picture really isn't that much relative to the infinite nature of the wisdom and knowledge of God. I mean, right? I, when we breathe our last, if we're 120 years old, we're still just kind of getting going, you know? And, and imagine what heaven's going to be like, and we know, and it's like, wow, there's going to be so many ahas. So we're, we're going to really have a lot of insights. And so such is the case, I think, with the Word today, something that kind of digs a little bit deeper but, but, you know, even though we're not, we, we can only kind of scratch the surface here on this, it doesn't mean that we are uh, not responsible for digging as much as we can. We very much are. We should be fervent in our study of the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Let's go to the book of Job. Job. Some of you were like, oh, no, Rabbi. I was excited about the message until you said that. Some of you Bible experts out there, as I said, say the work of Job, I, I kind of had you going there for a minute. You're like, yeah, 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 study the word. Yeah. Oh, no, not Job. No, no, not Job. That's okay, y'all. Listen, don't be frightened. We're not going to go into Job's story, okay? This is something different. Just using this as, as part of the principles that we're going to be talking about today. Job chapter 4, Job 4, when I was a little kid, I thought it was the book of Job. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Job chapter 4, please, verse 8. It says this. As I have seen those who plow iniquity and sow harm, reap them. <laughs> Whoa, man. I tell you what, that is, it's a simple verse with profound meaning and, and, uh, and importance and truly revelation. It's It's... You know, one of the more popular genres on YouTube, how many of you ever look at videos on YouTube? Anybody? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, okay. 
and one of the most popular genres on YouTube are videos which show some kind of justice uh, of some kind. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about what you know, the bully who gets owned, right? You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Somebody is, and, and, and you see that, and it's just like, hmm, wow. Or, or the prankster who gets pranked. <laughs> That's very, very popular videos on, on YouTube. Or, or, or the, or the uh, one of the ones that, that I always find <laughs> entertaining are the road ragers who like immediately get pulled over by the police. You ever see these guys, you know, and it's like, it's so, it's so good to watch that on YouTube. It's like somebody's just road raging, road raging and just angry or cut somebody off and just does something terrible on the streets that you're like, I can't believe that. The little they know there's a police officer like right next there and it's like, Boo! you know, there they go. And that was my siren, by the way. I didn't mean to startle you. Those of you watching on YouTube, listening on the podcast, probably just got startled. I apologize. You th- in fact, if you're, if you're listening while driving, you probably thought you were about to get pulled over right then. <laughs> Some people just have gifts. It's one of mine. I can, okay, and so in any case, I just, I, those are very popular videos, you know, and, and immediately, and, and, and you, you always go, oh, look at that. There was a police officer right there getting them. Wow, that timing was just absolutely amazing. Why, why is this? Why are these videos strangely satisfying? I mean, they, they are satisfying. I, I like watching them too, right? You know, they, they, it's justice that's served, you know. In, in biblical terms, we would say that these people reaped what they sowed, right? I mean, that's really what we would say. At the end of the day, these people who did this, somebody who was road raging and angry or somebody who cut somebody off on the road, somebody who was a, you know, a bully or something, or uh, sometimes you see these boxing things and before the boxing match, one as arrogant as they could be and, uh, and they taunt the other person and then they just get knocked out, you know, whatever. All these videos, very interesting, but it's somebody who reaps what they sowed. They sowed bad stuff, and by golly, they reaped it. <laughs> and and there's, 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 it's just like, whoa, man, you watch that, and it's, it's very interesting. And, and in fact, it's a very biblical principle. Galatians, please, chapter 6, the book of Galatians, Bavakasha, to the congregation in Galatia. Okay, so the Galatians chapter 6, this is a biblical principle and, and as I said, I'm going to be building today. I'm building this, this, uh, this teaching. Uh, and so I'm starting with a fairly foundational principle that I think that you all have heard before, but we're, then we're going to just start plowing deeper and deeper into it. And we know this in many ways from Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. It says this, do not be deceived. Okay, so do not be deceived tells you right away Some people don't get this. A lot of people don't get this. Don't be deceived. Okay, what does that tell you? There's deception that that will trick people into not seeing or understanding this principle. They think they can get away with stuff. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Okay, we're talking, this is way to hear. That's pretty heavy language. For whatever a man sows, that he shall also reap. Hmm. For the one who sows in the flesh will reap corruption from the flesh, but the one who sows in the ruach or spirit will reap from the ruach 
the Spirit, eternal life. So let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we don't give up. Wow, what a powerful passage there. My, 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 my goodness. We see here, and that's where you get that common expression that you've heard your whole life, you reap what you sow. You know that. And, and when I was a little kid, I don't really, you know, I'm not a, this may come as a very much of a shock to some of you. I'm not a farmer, okay? I don't, <laughs> they're all laughing, Jack. They're all laughing at that. Yeah, I, I understand. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I kind of, I think I give off uh, farmer vibes, uh, a man of the soil. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not a farmer. I, I have planted a few gardens in my life, I will say. I've gotten my hands in the dirt a few times, you know, and uh, you know, been washed with antibacterial soap. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> I really didn't know when I was a kid with the terms, reap what you, you, you know, you, you reap what you sow. What does that mean? Reap, reap means reaping to harvest. Okay, to harvest, that's what reaping is. When you get the crop out of the ground or you get the crop off the tree, you reap what you sow. Sow means plant, what you plant in the ground, okay? You're what you're sowing, you're planting into the ground. You reap or you harvest what you sow or plant, okay? You harvest what you plant. So you've surely heard this many times and it is so true, it's directly from Galatians chapter six. And, and these people you see on YouTube who are not nice to other people often reap what they've sown. Okay, they, they have sown some bad stuff and then they reap bad stuff. And this biblical principle is, brother and sister, I'm just telling you, listen to me, hear me, heed, take heed to these words. Take heed to these words of the Lord. In short, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't sow this kind of, uh, as they say in, in, in France, don't sow this garbage. <laughs> don't plant that stuff because you'll reap it. Purpose in your heart not to be that person. Don't be the person that, <laughs> that skips all the other cars waiting patiently to exit, but instead they cut somebody off to the front of the line. You know it. I know it. We've all seen it. It repulses us all. You're there and you're waiting in line at the exit. My gosh, in Atlanta roadways, we're backed up plenty at the, at the exits. And then you got that hot shot that just passes you on the left in the non-exit lane, and you've just been waiting patiently, and they go, and then right up to the front, and they cut somebody off. And being in the South, God bless us, we always let them in, of course. And listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't let them in. The problem is not the person who lets them in. The, the, the problem is the person who's cut in line. Don't, listen, listen to me. Listen to me, friends. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be that kind of person. They probably think that they're they probably think that they're all that for not being a sucker and waiting their turn. 
the person who has the wit to win the sarcastic argument. That person. You know what I'm talking about? That person. The person who's, who's got the wit, got the intelligence to win the sarcasm argument. They're smart enough to make the other person that they disagree with feel dumb with biting and painful sarcasm. You know what I'm talking about. You see this. Somebody in there disagreeing, somebody disagree with them, and they'll cut them, they'll just rip them right up. And they'll do it with a, one of these uh, you know, fencing swords so masterfully with their biting sarcasm. You see it a lot of times with married couples. Don't do that. Don't do that. The person who... Hmm, getting near. The person who cheats on their taxes and feels self-righteous because they were clever enough to cheat the government out of what they rightly owe. <laughs> They'll never know. They can never find out about that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Regarding any of these situations and many more, listen to me. Listen to me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because God is not mocked. You reap what you sow. Best believe you sow that stuff, you're going to reap that stuff. Slow, fleshly stuff, you'll reap it. And remember this, brothers and sisters, reaping what you sow does not happen immediately. It sometimes takes a season, right? You sow something, you plant something in the spring. You don't reap it till the fall. It's, it's a long time from when you sow it to when you reap it. But best believe you sow, you will reap, and you reap what you sow, right? In the case of a tree, it takes years to reap what you sow. You plant the tree, it takes years before you see fruit. But eventually you reap what you sow. And it's important that we all know and understand the truth of this. Proverbs 11, please. At the same time, <laughs> you got really quiet on me. Somebody was like, man, the message was fun until he started stepping all over my toes. I understand. I understand. Listen, <laughs> nobody's perfect. <laughs> hey, we're all in process. The point is, is that we got we to gotta seek to improve. We got to seek to be better. At the same time, my friends, Galatians also says that if we sow in the Spirit, we will reap from the Spirit. Eternal life, in fact, is what it says. In other words, if we sow good things, likewise, we will reap good things. So it's not just the negative. Sure, I've talked about you sow the bad stuff. 
you're going to reap the bad stuff. But if you sow good stuff, you're going to reap the good stuff. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 18 says, The wicked earn deceptive wages, but a sower of righteousness reaps a true reward. Oh, now, okay, now the message is finally getting good. <laughs> I understand. Friends, if we sow good things, we will reap a true reward. This is a biblical, spiritual principle. Sometimes it's hard to see because of the time it takes for a seed to grow. So therefore, we don't get instant gratification. We're, let's face it, we're, we're an instant society. We, you know, I, I've been known to just stand there waiting for the microwave to finish with the popcorn. <laughs> Come on, boy, man, this microwave is taking forever. I can just see my ancestors just, I want to slap you, Kevin. <laughs> I, just, I can just, I feel it, you know. <laughs> I'm just waiting, man, this microwave, man, what is going on with this? Is it still... Okay, it's ready. Oh, it's still popping. Oh, my gosh, man. This is just. <laughs> we are an instant society, right? We want things instantly. No, you reap what you sow. Sometimes it takes time. Even when you sow good things, sometimes it takes time. Don't let that discourage you from sowing good things. It says in Galatians, right, we will reap in due time if we don't give up. That's what I read earlier. We will reap in good time if we don't give up when we're sowing good stuff. That's what we have to do. We got to not give up. We got to keep sowing, my friends. You can't give up. Even if you're doing everything in your power to do good, I see this sometimes. People do everything in their power to do good, and yet they still suffer. You know, I've seen that before. I've seen that plenty of times. And, and, and it can be very discouraging at times. Beloved, I can't tell you, I cannot tell you when the reward will come. For sure, some rewards are left for heaven. <laughs> I say that very honestly and candidly. Why? Because I'm not going to sugarcoat the truth. Does that make it hard sometimes that some of these rewards are destined for heaven? Does that make it hard sometimes here on this earth? Yes, it does. But I'm going to guarantee you something. Here it comes. I'm going to guarantee you something. When you get to heaven, when you get to heaven, look me up and tell me if you reaped a reward for the good things that you sowed. I'm going to guarantee you, every one of you going to say yes. When we're all in heaven, having Beth Hallel upstairs <laughs> in the celestial house of praise, I, you know, I will come up to you. Okay, yeah, you know, you did good things and it was discouraging at times on earth. So now that we're all has been said and done, do you feel like you reaped? all the good things for what you sowed that was good? You feel like you reaped what you sowed, all the good stuff? Everybody going to say that, yeah, 
yeah, Rabbi, yeah, absolutely. We're all happy with this. Heaven's a good place. I'm, I feel like I reaped even much more than I sowed. Wow. Galatians chapter 5, back to Galatians. Galatians chapter 5. <clears throat> okay. So we've established the principle, you reap what you sow, and everybody should be sowing good things. But what exactly it is that we should be sowing? Well, you know the answer to this. This is, this is, a, this is something that most of you have heard of and are, and are somewhat familiar with. What kind of plants should we be planting? I mean, if we're sowing, that means planting. What, what, what seed should we plant that will grow into some kind of a, a, a fruit or a vegetable or something? Well... This is in part answered by Galatians chapter 5. You know it as the fruits of the Spirit, verse 22. But the fruit of the Ruach, or Spirit, is love, joy, peace, patience. <laughs> Some of you got it. Some of you got it. I was wondering. <laughs> A few of you were like, oh, he's lost. It's, it's, it's kindness, Rabbi. It's kindness, kindness, kindness. Kindness, oh boy, he's stuck. No, 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 just testing your patience. <laughs> Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. Listen, you have to sow these precious fruits in your lives. I want you to, I want you to actively think about this. This is not purely a philosophical exercise. This is a practical message that I want to bless you and help tweak and change your life just a little bit. What I'm asking is that what I'm asking is that in your daily life try to sow more love. Try to sow more love. Is your heart turned toward caring and loving others, right? You know, some people more than others, right? Is your heart turned towards loving and caring for others? Wherever you are on that continuum, try to sow this more, caring for and loving others. Try to sow that more. Make a conscious effort to try and sow that. Try to sow more joy in your life intentionally, consciously, specifically. You know, are, are you sometimes glum? Do you tend to be a, a pessimist and maybe down much of the time? Purposely sow joy. You can do this. You got to sow joy. There's got to be a choice. Try to sow more patience. Oh, yuck. <laughs> that, that's right. It's, it's very doable. When, when somebody is so slow that you find that you're getting upset, choose to, you got to choose to take a chill pill. <laughs> and choose patience. Yeah, you, see, you see how this works? You see how this works? This is what we have to consciously, intentionally 
cultivate and sow in our lives, the fruits of the Spirit. It goes for all the fruits of the Spirit, concluding with self-control. Sow self-control. This could be at the computer or on your phone with your spouse or opening the refrigerator. (laughs) Choose (laughs) self-control. Friends, if you sow good things, you will reap good things. If you sow good things. See, friends, God is not mocked. A farmer, we've already established that I'm kind of an expert on agriculture. (laughs) A a farmer would be shocked if they planted corn and a pineapple came up out of the ground. (laughs) I know enough to know that, Wiedemeyer. I know enough to know that, right? If, if, If the farmer planted corn and a pineapple popped up, Wow, that'd be kind of cool, actually, but he'd be shocked. Okay, that, that, that doesn't happen. Why? You get what you plant. You get what you plant. You know, it's a pretty fundamental uh, rule in farming. Okay, so, so listen to, listen to and engage in negativity. Hello. And you are likely to be a lonely person. Hang around with dysfunctional people and you'll likely become dysfunctional. (laughs) Succumb to lust and you'll likely struggle in your marriage. Give a weak effort at work and you likely will not get the raise or the promotion. It's not fair. It's not fair. Yes, it's very fair. It's what you sowed. It's what you planted. At the same time, embrace godly principles and you'll likely be less confused. Seek righteous counsel and godly friends, and you'll likely be more content. Exhibit self-control, and you're likely to have a better marriage. Be more joyful, and you'll end up with more friends and be less lonely. Be kind to others, it will come back to you. You see, it's really doable if you just, if it's, it's almost kind of formulaic in that way. You reap what you sow, bad or good. You want something? Sow it. Now, with this understanding of the principle of you reap what you sow, I want to share with you something else, something a little bit different. Listen to this trivia. I've got some 
interesting trivia for you. It's uh, somewhat useless, but um, nonetheless. <laughs> Did you know that the average apple, pear, or orange has 10 seeds within it? 10 seeds on average. Hmm. Interesting. The average cucumber <laughs> has about 100 seeds in it. A medium-sized tomato has over 200 seeds in it. Just a medium-sized tomato. A single ear of corn has about 750 seeds. Single ear of corn. Wow. Now, you may be wondering what the point is other than me uh, you know, displaying my uh, farmer knowledge. <laughs> Here's the point. Let's say for just a minute, most of you have been with the Lord for a certain amount of time. Let's say that you get the principle. You get the principle, you reap what you sow. You get that principle. Okay, I get that. And perhaps you've endeavored to sow good fruit. Good. Good. I'm glad you've sowed good fruit. The fruit of the spirits. You're doing well. Beloved, you're doing well. That's just exactly what you should be doing. Now let me give you a deeper spiritual principle. Here it is. Sow what you've reaped. Hmm. Let's talk about that. If you've reaped joy, because you had sown it, if you've reaped joy or faithfulness or self-control or love, whatever it is, whatever it is that you've reaped, and all of us, please God, have reaped good things in our lives. Each and every person, hopefully, has reaped something good. Okay. Whatever it is that you have reaped, remember this. One medium-sized tomato has over 200 seeds. The moments that you reap good things in your life is the moment to expand your farm. It's the moment to expand your farm. See, some of you may be listening to me and thinking that, you know, it's hard for me to take steps in this regard. It's, it's hard in certain areas of your life where you struggle. Maybe you're just kind of a down person and you've just had this issue with negativity. And so for to hear me say, hey, so joy. You're like, man, I don't know. You know, what, what, what difference will it really make if I do? Because, you know, maybe I'd like to have more joy, but, but it's hard to change. And I may just consciously do it a, a one or two times. What difference will that make? If, I'm, if I consciously, like with all effort, try to like exude a little bit more joy to people, even if I'm not completely feeling it, but I know I need to do it. I know I need to, to sow something. 
well, what if I do it once? It's, what's the big deal? What, what difference will that make? Or maybe you'll, you'd say, well, <laughs> Rabbi, you know, I, I didn't click on the inappropriate image on my phone for a change, but I still did on many other occasions. So what difference does that make? I, I, I do something right one time. What difference does that make, oh, friends? Oh, friends, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. Whatever it is. Why? Because when you sow one single tomato seed, the tomato, the tomatoes, of, it eventually grows, have over 200 seeds each. That one tiny seed that you plant, if you really cultivate it and let it grow, and then if you harvest it and do something good, believe it or not, inside that tomato plant are over 200 more seeds. So what you have to do now is sow what you've reaped. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've reaped that tomato. And it might be one little precious tomato, one little measly little tomato. What is that? What am I going to make out of that? I can't even do a, a garden salad. <laughs> I got one tomato. What can I do with one tomato? I, I planted. I took care of it. I, I, I haven't got a big bounty of fruit. I got one tomato. Yeah, yeah, you do. You got, you got 200 seeds in that tomato. Because you've reaped that fruit You've reaped that vegetable, right? You've reaped this. And now in, within it, there's a lot more seeds available to you. So then now you have to sow what you have reaped. And then it multiplies. Don't you understand the principle of planting? If I sow just a few, just a few, if I sow just a handful of corn plants, just a, a small number of cucumber plants, even just a few number of apple trees, eventually, eventually when the reaping happens, I will now have the capability of planting exponentially more. Not just one or two more, exponentially more. But only, only if you sow what you have reaped. It is a biblical, spiritual principle. When good things happen in your life, you have to sow all the more. And you should let it encourage you and motivate you to sow all the more. So when you, you muster up a smile to somebody, even though you're struggling with it and you exhibit some joy, and, and you know what? It feels good. There's something good about it. And you get some positive feedback and somebody says, oh, well, you're, you're, you're looking like things are going well for you or better. And, and they don't immediately start running from you, okay? That's probably a good sign. Uh -huh. Okay, whatever it is, you, you get some positive feedback. Maybe you, with your spouse, you'd normally give them that sarcastic comment, but instead you're patient. And you bite your tongue to the point that it bleeds, and you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, and then what happens? The spouse, wouldn't you know it, they're actually nicer to you when you don't, when you don't use biting sarcasm uh, toward them. What a shocker. 
And, and they're actually nice to you, and you go, wow, okay. What are you doing? You just now reaped. You just now reaped what you sowed, right? At that moment, you reaped it. You reaped what you sowed. Okay, but when you got that, don't just let it die. You now have a piece of fruit with hundreds of seeds inside of it. So now what you do is you're like, oh, my gosh, the principle is true. This stuff works. I'm going to be planting a lot more. I'm going to sow what I've reaped. Mark chapter 4, please. Mark 4. Wow. This is so, so interesting to me, and it really blessed me. Mm. Mark chapter 4, verse 23, Messiah Yeshua says this, and it's this principle, friends. Mark 4, 23, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Then he continued, pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and more will be added to you. For whoever has, to him more will be given. And whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Okay, Yeshua here is talking about the word and spiritual insights, but the principle is clear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And more will be added to you, is what Messiah says. So if you start walking in it, Sowing these fruits of the Spirit more and more, sowing good things in your life, not being that, that person that you used to be or that, you, that your flesh wants for you to be. The more you start walking in it, more is going to come. In other words, the more you start reaping this fruit, there are all these seeds suddenly, and you're like, okay, this is working. I'm going to start putting more seeds down. And you know what? The more you put more seeds down, Buddy, what does that do? Boom, the garden ex explodes. And now you got 10, you got 50 tomato plants, all that are growing with tomatoes with another 100 seeds per tomato. This is, all, this is what exactly Yeshua is talking about here. Yeah, but you have to keep sowing. You have to keep sowing. See, it's intuitive that you reap what you sow. Of course, it makes intuitive sense. That's why on YouTube these, these videos are so popular because that's what you see people getting. They reap what they sow. It's intuitive. But the increase comes when we sow what we reap. That's where the increase comes. When we sow what we have reaped. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, please. 2 Corinthians 9. Mm, mm, mm. And this goes along with this, this passage. You gotta keep sowing, achim ba'achayotz, brothers and sisters. Second Corinthians chapter nine verse six says this. The point is this: whoever sows sparingly shall also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Wow. Now, yes, friends, Rabbi Shaul is talking about giving financially. For sure, that's, that's a part of this, right? But the principle is bigger than this. And the principle is the same. We have to sow bountifully in our lives. We have to take those hundred seeds from the tomato plant and plant them whenever we reap. Plant them. 
We have to sow bountifully, my friends, but we can only sow bountifully if we've reaped. The fruit has so many seeds. See, it's a virtuous cycle. It's a virtuous cycle. Is that you sow, you reap. That which you reap has even more seeds. You plant them all the more. And then, after you've sown all those, you reap. And then when you reap, there's so many more tomato plants with so many more seeds in it. And what do you do? You sow those, right? It's, it's a virtuous cycle here. It's a good thing that keeps going round and round. You have to sow big, big. And let's prepare to conclude with Psalm 71. Psalm 71. <laughs> and here's the other thing that we need to focus on when we're sowing what we've reaped. <laughs> oh, and it just makes sense when we think about it. And when we think about sowing what we have reaped also applies to our, our effect on others. Psalm 71, verse 17. God, the psalmist says, you have taught me from my youth, and I still keep declaring your wonders. So even until I'm old and gray, oh God, do not forsake me till I tell of your strong arm to the next generation, your might to all who are to come. For your righteousness, O God, reaches to high heaven. You have done great things. O God, me, Chamocha, who is like you. <laughs> oh, beloved, we are commanded to share what we have reaped Think of the fruits of the Spirit. If you've reaped some of those in your life, we are commanded to share that which we have reaped with others, with the next generation that is to come. We are told to sow into them. Because when you do that, the crop multiplies. But to do this, you have to sow what you have reaped. Oh, God, who is like you? Mi chamocha, en chamocha. There is none like you. The title of my message is, Sow What You Have Reaped. Let's bow our heads. I want to ask if there's anybody here who's never said a prayer to receive Yeshua into your heart. If that's you, then how about today? If you are here and you've never said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah, but you'd like to, just lift your hand and we'll pray together. If that's you, if you've never said a simple prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah, but you'd like to, is there anyone Maybe you're watching online or 
listening on the podcast, if that's you and you've never said that prayer, repeat the simple prayer after me. Say, dear God, I humble myself before you. I ask Yeshua into my heart. I believe he's risen again, sitting at your right hand. Thank you, oh God. I'll live the rest of my days for you. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. In Yeshua's name. If you said that prayer for the first time, if you're watching online or listening on the podcast, please send us an email. If you're here, please see me after the service. We just want to celebrate with you. The joy of having a relationship with your creator is, cannot be uh, overstated. And Lord, I pray that all of us, Lord, learn to, to sow what we have reaped. Sometimes I think that we look at the cycle and think it ends with you reap what you sow. And, it, and, and, and it's almost taken as like a standalone. You reap what you sow, you reap what you sow, but it's not a standalone thing. It's a cycle, it's a circle. We sow, that we reap, <laughs> and then we sow what we have reaped. <laughs> Lord, help us remember to do this. Help us to have some intentionality about it. And when something good happens, because of something good we have sown, let us then purpose to sow it exponentially more. In this way, it's not a one-time thing. It's not something that has no long-lasting effect. No, 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 no. The whole point of you reap what you sow ought be that it starts to change who you are as a person. So you sow just a little bit of joy and then suddenly you reap joy fruit and you're like, wow. And you plant all the more. Lord, help us do this in our lives to transform us, Lord, more to the image of your son. Thank you, God, for this. We love you with all of our hearts. We bless you. Oh, we're excited about putting this into action. In Yeshua's name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah, or how you can become part of our Bethlehem family, please visit our website at www.bethhalel.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L.org. Or call 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services, Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and shalom. Lie, 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 lie.